on to uh, future episodes of future recordings. I have eavesdropped a bunch. Um, I hope it what? is fun. Awesome. Spoiler alert. Oh, yeah. It's called a teaser. Teaser? Do we need to do a previously on? We'll just, no, we'll do that later. I don't know. Previously on <laughs> everything's great, nothing is wrong. As for Tinder topic title. Tinder topic title update. Nice. I had a, I ran into a, a glitch. With all that tries to divide us, let's take solace in song to rebuild the detritus. Everything's, Everything's great. Right. Nothing, Nothing is, is wrong. wrong. Well, are we done? Is there what else? I've been just I've been rambling for literally weeks. Well, yeah, what? I'm pretty sure that just the um, exposure to gypsies and their kind and their thinking and re you know recreating that experience in your mind has altered you in some. Oh, way. absolutely. So. I don't. I don't blame you. It's like you have heat stroke every time you think about that time. <laughs> yeah, but one. Yeah, maybe it's just because it was so hot during the experience. I have to think of it with a slow, hot mind. <laughs> <It's gross. laughs> slow, hot mind. Um, what? No. Uh, so yeah. What? Tell me more about this teaser menu. Oh, the teaser menu. Um, yeah. Just I'm, I, there's just been other conversations I've been recording for the sake of that. Um, are, are these conversations you're having, or are you just purely eased? Uh, I'm I'm in them, but I'm usually quiet. Oh, just because so you're a facilitator of eavesdropping. Yeah, I try to more like a spy, really. Yeah, that's a good way to yeah. put it. I I try yeah. to angle the conversation to suit my podcast needs, but I try not yeah. to influence the answers. Um, like in the wire. Like I, I'm basically constantly in the mafia these days with my phone in my spy pocket. Yeah, I'm gonna call you Jeff McNutty, <laughs> just like the wire. Perfect. Uh, that guy has a good American accent, also. I'm always mm, the best noticing. That's probably how you learn. I learn through well, American media is everywhere, but it's just nice when when your loneliness is so profound. Renders tropics high at all. Just swipe on right to be let down. It's the Tinder topic title. Oh, here's a teaser. Ooh. But it's very. I I I <laughs> I met Snapchat girl. <gasps> no. Very briefly, and not what she the didn't. Fuck? She didn't know that it was me. That's hilarious. I cannot believe that. <laughs> I am in disbelief. This is disbelief. Um, I am in reclining in disbelief. I just wanted to close that loose end, you know. Holy shit. <laughs> when did that happen? Uh, last weekend. Holy shit. I'm trying to That's live crazy. a very podcasty life. Yeah. It was just, just for a brief second. Um, wow. Because of our conversations on Snapchat, I knew where she frequented. Um, yeah. And I knew where she would be. And so I went up to that her as me and not as Jeff Z. Frenchman. And yeah. she did not recognize me. Um, yeah. But I had a quick conversation and, and whatever. Just 
about stuff and uh you've seen her titties <laughs> well she misrepresents what her face looks like i'll tell you what <laughs> that was you got catfish i got catfish <laughs> all the pictures she sends me are like blown out <laughs> skin and she has like a real wonky face but Ew. that's you know what do you expect from like a catfish tinder is just a big catfish zone so well yeah where all the men are women, all the women are men. And all the men are dogs. And all the dogs are children. <laughs> and all the children are cops. And all the cops are tall. Very tall. <laughs> True. <laughs> Tinder, place for tall cops. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So, um, how awkward was that, meeting Snapchat girl? Um, it, was, it was good. Well, it was a little awkward because I was afraid that the way I spoke would seem like the same um, sentence structure. Even though your your pretend Tinder person was a Frenchman. Yes. That you were writing in a French accent. Yes. And I often <laughs> use not perfect uh, syntax and uh, the sometimes wrong the word for it. So it was not very likely she would know, but I... Maybe a little paranoid through all my constant spying that there would be a giveaway <laughs> that would maybe uh, reveal me as some sort of weird same stalker? person stalker yeah. to be uh, yeah. quite frank. When, you, when you're like, and I uh, see that you enjoy drinking that green tea latte, <laughs> even though typically you get a hazelnut latte <laughs> per Snapchat. <laughs> I mean... The Snapchat. I am not French. <laughs> hello. Yeah. I meant to say hello. Exactly. I was actually afraid I was going to slip into French when I did speak with her. I was, I was like, "Hey, did you? Did you? Did you? Did you? Yep. Okay, that's English. Like it. It was like very concentrated. You should have wrote on your hand, "Speak in English." <laughs> yeah. My name Wait. is not Jeff. I speak English. Can you write that on your hand anyways every day? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. And then when you when you talk to anyone, pause, look down at your hand, and then continue to talk. <laughs> it's like the watch wrist, but look at the palm and squint real quick and go, mm, okay, hey, how are you? <laughs> This is amazing. This is a great invention All right. for a tattoo. That's let's for you. let's let's try this experiment. Will you try it? I feel like yeah. I'm trying everything, and I feel like I'm leaving you out. No, I'm also going to do it, but um, I'm probably going to write something else that reminds me that my character is a British brown person. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to write Lakshmi. What? What? I'm going to write Lakshmi. L-A-K-S-H-M-I. Is that a Peter Pan reference? Nope. I don't know what Blackshmi is. Oh, no. No B. Oh. <laughs> Just L. Oh. L-A-K. I thought Shmi was the sidekick in Peter Pan. Oh, yep. I thought you were is... talking like you're going to act like a, a black pirate. Wait, this is a better idea. <laughs> Arr, I be black. What? Why, is that, why are you saying that? Wait. I'm not just a regular this, white pirate. This is full circle 
Oh, no, wait. I'm thinking of Pinocchio. Oh. Never mind. Oh, with the Pleasure Island. <laughs> Pleasure Island. Yeah. I almost called our podcast Pleasure Island. I know, because it's such a great um, theme. Yeah, and it's so fitting for everything that we stand for. Which is uh, stealing children. <laughs> oh, that is the ending. But no, that... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I meant the just the uh, the place where you can be debaucherous or whatever you want. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know because ethics be- and morals. Yeah, and hedonism. Yeah, and uh, uh, just fun for the whole family and f- and little boys. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Uh. Wait, so are you going to save the entirety of the story of the Snapchat lady for next time? Or do you want to just tell it now? That's just now. I mean, it's really not that it's that's pretty much it. I don't I mean, I learned her interests and we talked about those a little bit. Um, So you had a full on like interaction conversation. Yeah. Time with this human. Yes. That's creepy, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It felt weird to do. I'll tell you what. Yeah, I mean, not only did you, like, um, impersonate a French person to this woman, (laughs) but then you stalked her and found out where she hangs out and then, like, went and found her there. And then used your interior knowledge of her um, habits to create uh, a scenario where you could find her and then manipulate her conversation with what you had learned about her <laughs> you nailed it yeah it was, it yeah. was <laughs> yep. definitely creepy i did um I totally nailed it <laughs> it's creepy it is you did a creepy but here's thing. what's weird about it is that it's indistinguishable probably from her perspective from a regular interaction yeah so it's only creepy from an objective perspective well, it's. I guess it's no less. But it's not like she. You know what it's like. It's in my opinion. It's like Facebook trying to sell me Crocs. Kind of. Yeah, that's a good way to say it. I was gonna say it's like if you're, um, like, practicing BDSM in public and nobody's aware of it. Oh, that is a different that's, way to go. But different, yes, I guess what I mean. Like, yeah. if you're doing like a, um, you're like making others participate in your kinks. But they're like oblivious. Yeah, it's like it's frowned upon to be like, oh, you can't, don't wear that leash or whatever. But like, if you if you aren't aware it's happening, then it's not affecting you in any way, and they can have their perverse uh, public kinkery. It is your kink stalking. No, not my kink. <laughs> I'm just saying. It... <laughs> it's it's the act. Of, it's like quantum physics, where the act of awareness. Uh, is what changes, changes the meaning. Yeah. Of how you know? I, I would argue so, that it is creepy, and what we've done for this quote experiment. I don't know if that's what it is. Is it's a social experiment? Social experiment that's for sure. Is, yeah. Uh, I think if you told your friends, they would think it was strange. <sighs> well, it. I mean, it's definitely not normal, <laughs> but like. But that's why we have this space. Yeah, true. Yeah, absolutely. This is a, a safe space yeah. for being unsafe. <laughs> this is a danger space. Yes, this is a, a, a danger uh, danger first, safety third space. <laughs> yes. So I, I think that it's important for us to 
disclaim that this was done solely for experimental and not uh, profit or sexual purposes. No, no. We barely <laughs> um, even had sex. <laughs> Just, you know, you did drink from her Starbucks after she threw it away. <laughs> so it was not, not all the way finished. But that, I think, is just being frugal. Um, <laughs> I'm just a thrifty shopper. You you really are. Uh, never let a, a last sip go to waste. <laughs> Gross. Um, but, like, no one should do this. I know no. that robots or potentially um, paid interns from other countries do this to try and sell me Crocs through Facebook, <laughs> through targeted ads. Yeah. But, that's just the way the internet works. Yeah, that's the if reality divulge, we're approaching. Yeah, if you choose to divulge information on the internet or through apps to strangers, expect someone to stalk you at Starbucks. The Goldman Sack is the bag that has it all. Crafted in Brugalia, never before has a handbag for men been so masculine, so heavy, so bold. In 24 karat gold with bespoke leather trimmed and hand penetrated rivets, and a lock designed by Kryptonite. The Goldman Sack takes center stage. Whether you are robbing a bank or fucking your wife, your husband or your son. It is the perfect trunk to sheath your goods. The Goldman Sack is only carried by purveyors of the finest goods. I I I genuinely think that's true. I, I think that that's actually like a really salient point. Um and this is like part of the fir- the very first episode I Almost brought this up, but I, but it's been a thing that's been on my mind. Um, so often celebrities or just in, uh, personas, people are yeah. outed as being like, "Oh, that guy was like like uh, Polanski," is like, "Oh, he was a, a sexual predator or whatever." Yeah, or Woody someone's Allen, a secret pedophile or pedophile. And yeah. the the thing is, someone's a secret Hitler. You have yeah. to, <laughs> you have to expect every person. To be the worst possible person. Oh, yeah. Everyone, when they're not on stage, is probably doing terrible things. They're, like, slaughtering animals or mm-hmm. sacrificing babies to, like, gods that no one's heard of. Like, really unpopular gods that have just come out. Maybe <laughs> ones that only the gypsy knows because she co-created them. She like, literally, them Yeah, she made them up yesterday. Like... <laughs> There's just so much awful shit that humans come up with to do to themselves and each other and the world. Like, I don't know. Kanye West might be just like turning on a bunch of Hummers and like directly pouring gasoline into their gas tanks and then like leaving them <laughs> running. I don't know. I, he's rich. I'm sure he's, he's probably has a fleet just of dozens doing that. He's just got a parking lot full of Hummers that are on. Their engines are running and they're hooked up to gas tanks and the gas is going into them. 
that's that's how he rolls. Yeah, and you have to assume everyone rolls that way. And you, I think that you can't be surprised when anybody that you're aware of is revealed as a secret monster. Yeah. What I was if, like, I oh, mean, I, I trusted you. It's like you should never trust like, anybody that you that to in the public eye. Everyone has all these boners, like so many bags of boners for Elon Musk, right? Because he yeah. makes great cars and he's going to save Puerto Rico from devastation and becoming yeah. like a wasteland through batteries. And he's going to build us like extra special jets to go live on Mars and stuff. Like yeah. he's super cool. But eventually someone's going to realize that he's just two midgets in a trench coat <laughs> and they're going to be really pissed off. <laughs> That he's like, actually, like, the top one's an 11-year-old. And the bottom one is the guy from Willow. And, like, you know, it's going to break people's hearts. Yeah. But it's going to happen. And it's there's nothing happen. we can do to stop it. And I don't think it's wise to to, to, to invest any energy of uh, expectation in people oh, that no. you aren't directly, you know, involved with. Just anticipate the worst it's exactly. gonna happen and that's eventually. the internet you just assume anything you do is going it's like can be used against in a court of law or whatever that fourth amendment is it's like oh man do you know what just happened quartering we, of troops no what? we just we just synthesized your fate stoicism with my normative ethics yes yeah finally we're finally, a one we finally united in episode, our episode what episode is this gonna be <laughs> i don't know 13 like, i'm gonna call it 13 episode 13 lucky number 13 we synthesized <laughs> i'm gonna be so wrong it's gonna be 12 or 15 Just, you are the editor so you can do yeah, whatever you're you right i'm want. making this 13 by yeah. gosh yeah yes you're right normative stoicism yeah, there's probably an easier word for it. Normatism. Norma, norma, Stoic. Uh, Stoic. Stor, stormicism. <laughs> Perfect stormicism. Oh, there it is. That's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> so it's like Murphy's Law meets solipsism meets um, Elon Musk is two midgets in a trench coatism. Yes. Yeah, like, unless they're. Unless they are on the field of the Super Bowl with spotlights on them holding a mic, they are probably raping a baby <laughs> dolphin. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's and here's why I know that that's true. Think you, of any person in the You past. are presently raping a baby <laughs> dolphin because you're not using your webcam. I know. I can hear it screaming and beeping in the background. It's not screaming, it's bleating. Come on. <laughs> Don't, they're like sheep. don't be lewd um <laughs> thank you i stand corrected i recline corrected <laughs> um uh, think of any person we talked about raul dahl we talked about is that how that's pronounced those no i don't vowels? know how to say those it's rolled Raul ain rind any person from the past is a racist is like a product of their era and is objectively historically incorrect by today's standards. Mahatma Gandhi. Why would you assume that? Yeah. There's like three people. There's like Gandhi. No, Gandhi was like a a baby raper too, I think, or at Uh, least a pedophile. I feel, I get Gandhi and uh, Siddhartha confused. (laughs) Oh, well I'm sure Siddhartha was a pedophile. (laughs) 
Um, but there's like there's Einstein like, also there's has like a Muhammad. There's like Jesus Christo. Mm. There's mm-hmm. maybe one other guy in like Laos that was nice. But there's like been three oh. people that have been historically like good people. And the that's Gautama the exception. Buddha. Who? Obama? Yeah, Obama Buddha. Oh, the Buddha. No, but uh, Siddhartha, who knows? Yeah. I mean, his whole thing was like, I'm a I'm a tree today. Hmm. Too, too sensey. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, there's that great monk. Um, shit, there's a bunch of great monks in that book about koans. I forgot. Everything. Ikkyo? Ikkyo. Ikkyo. I-K-K-Y-U with a mm. line over the U. Ikkyo. He's a I'm... great monk. He has a bunch of dirty jokes, too. <laughs> all the oldest jokes are dirty jokes. That's true. They got he was... dust all over him. But no, I... Okay, so think of someone who we all can agree is objectively good. Justin Trudeau. <laughs> yeah. Duh. Duh. That's a given. Uh-huh. No one hates him. No. Everybody loves him. He's the he's the best one. Everybody loves Justin. So what? Yeah, I've seen that. I've, I've seen his documentary. The, yeah, we've seen the documentary on him. Everyone loves Justin. So, what's the worst thing he's ever done? I mean, he probably took a lot of money from corporations. Oof. Do we? Don't you proof? think? I don't know. I feel like in order to be in politics, you have to have. Like, that's your initiation. It's like hazing. Is that something they do in Canada? Yeah. Even Canada. It's not as bad as this. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know if they had political action committees and lobbyists. They'd have more than we do in this country. Oof. Yeah. I don't know. That means... I mean, what do you you think the worst thing... He's probably, like, stalked someone on Snapchat and found them at their coffee shop. I don't think that's Justin Trudeau. I think that's someone named Jeff Trudeau. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I should never use your full name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, what do you think? What, what, what Are you trying to make a point? Or are you trying to guess? No, I'm, I'm trying to guess. Like, is there something that we know that even the wor- the, the best person we can think of has done something terrible? It's gotta, yeah. I mean, he. It depends on the level of terribility, but eventually, everything we do in this current era is terrible. That's true. I guess that's what I'm. Deciding. I don't know. I feel like there's secrets. What that, do you... I mean, like, you know, people who we think that they must be great, like. The Dalai Lama. There mm-hmm. must be some sort of secret. Like he is also um, drinking stem cells right now. I don't know. Yeah. It's got to be something, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know I, what that something is, though. I guess the ultimate question is, is it worth vilifying? Or oh. is, it, is it better to accept that everyone is going to do that? And or just is let it, it trying, be. Just mm. let it, with, with that knowledge, carry on. I mean, I think it's better to accept it than, you know, pretend it doesn't exist. I think, yeah. I mean, it's 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 kind of similar, I suppose, to um, 
maybe death of the author or something where who knows what kind of awful shitty people everybody was but we're still passing you know spencer's poetry down who knows what kind of weird raper he was you know well all all, uh famous people prior to 1910 were all rapists i think they were (laughs) i know that That my ancestors were definitely pre-wreck it's like mandatory yeah yeah they're like would would you like to be famous sign up here here's a couple virgins and sign on the dotted line with their blood and done (laughs) i guess i just wonder what the minimum amount of um unethical behavior is permittable uh if the value if there's a positive value of anything else that's happening so what is the level of virtue that a person has to accomplish in their lifetime or at Mm -hmm. one specific time that outweighs their general humanity yeah humanity evilness what's it called uh original sin or or Mm. whatever like their default yeah human yeah the regular humanness yeah like the uh awfulness that just being alive and being a terrible person that everyone is yeah entails well i don't know i mean i, I assume that i don't know i think that's my ultimate in question for this entire podcast so, and in your life <laughs> yeah my whole life yeah but it i think about it i don't know so so that is the question posed by oh, what is it called perfect storm ethics <laughs> <laughs> yes is if there is some level of good that outweighs the badness of being alive, <laughs> what is that ratio? Yeah. And I have theories, but I think it's better to sit on them. Yeah. For um, example, if you spend five years mooching and hitchhiking and begging, yes. how many years do you need to, or how many, how much, what degree of awesome, like life-saving like, do you have to save President Obama's life or something? Yes. Do you need to do... How do you quantify that good yes. in order to make up for being kind of lame for the last yes. decade? Yes. Basically, at what point can you be redeemed? Oh, sounds real religious. Well, uh, I mean, whatever the, the ethics deals with, non-religiously, it's about... <laughs> Secular ethics... <laughs> Sec- 101 no perfect storm secular ethics 101 <laughs> all right i don't know i think that this is maybe boring but i think it's very important a lot of important things are boring <laughs> <laughs> oh, so ain't that the true true that is the true true <laughs> thanks t hanks <laughs> Um. <sighs> well, I think that that deserves a new tag. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, tanks. Everything's great. I, I nothing is wrong. Thanks to Tom Hanks for telling <laughs> us the tanks. true truth. Tanks to tanks to tanks to the true. Tanks to Thomas. Tanks to true. And the tank engines <laughs> out there. Oh, oh boy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>